Welcome to the Educators to Educators podcast, a place where educators come together to talk about the best online tools for classroom success. The world of education is changing quickly, and we want to help you stay ahead of the curve with the latest innovations and greatest technology so that you can build an effective and efficient classroom that leaves you time to focus on what matters most, your personal life. Now, let's meet our host, Carrie Conover. Carrie has spent 22 years in education. She spent 10 years in the classroom before becoming an EdTech corporate leader. She now helps educators connect to EdTech companies and EdTech companies connect with teachers. So grab your favorite flare pen or note-taking app and let's get learning. Hello everyone, I'm Carrie Conover and welcome back to the E2E podcast. I don't know about you, but I'm really digging my new intro music to this podcast. I wish I could say I picked it out, but I actually had a professional record the beginning of that podcast, Natalie, and she picked out that music and it, I just like, it gets me going. Anyway, I hope you've been looking after yourselves and putting those online tools to use that we talked about in last week's episode and in this week's E2E membership module. Now it's time to talk about your students. How are they doing? How do you think they're doing? I want to know, honestly, think for a second. When's the last time you checked in on them in a deep, meaningful way and really probed for a real answer? We've got a lot going on in our classrooms. So much pressure across this country in classrooms. Teachers are under a lot of pressure. And sometimes you don't have the energy or the emotional, you know, strength to really have conversations and we ask our, in which we ask our students, how are you doing? And if we do do that, which many of you are really good at, it's hard to keep up with it with every single kid. When you're struggling to look after yourself and keep your classroom in check, the extra pressure of checking in on your students' mental and physical well-being can feel a little bit overwhelming. But it's becoming more and more prevalent that students need our help and the help of those around them to learn to look after themselves. Self-care isn't something we just know how to do. Students, teens perhaps especially, but students of all ages need someone to guide them. They need to learn why they need to take care of themselves. And we need to show them. And yes, I, I think that is the jobs of parents and caregivers. But I also think it's unfortunately more and more coming onto the shoulders of teachers and educators. So once again, one more thing falls on your shoulders. And even though this is a big task, I think it's getting easier to do because there's more tools out there. This week in my latest blog post, which by the way, if you haven't seen my new website and blog, head over to educatorstoeducators.com. But in this recent blog post, I handpicked some online tools and resources that I think would be helpful for teaching and promoting student well-being, both inside and outside of the classroom. Last week, we focused on teacher well-being. This week, we're focusing on student well-being. So if you haven't seen that blog post, especially after I go through these tools in this podcast today, I want you to hop on over to the blog because you're going to get all the links. And also, if you're an E2E member, you're going to get logged into this week's module for even more 
really useful resources. So today I thought I would walk through those tools and get a little, give you a little bit of insight into each one. The first resource I want to share out today is Smiling Mind. This one app can do so much for you and your students, and it's 10 minutes a day. If you have younger students or a class that isn't so willing or able to download this app, if you're not allowed to download apps, you know, for your entire class, you can download it as an educator and access an entire curriculum by each grade level, complete with lesson guides to help you teach the content. And if you have older students who will download the app, they can use it themselves on their own to view meditation walkthroughs, mindful breathing exercises, well-being check-ins, habit reminders, and more. This would be a fun one to just send home in your weekly newsletter as something for parents to check out as another resource. The second resource is a YouTube channel, The Mindfulness Teacher. Sometimes students just need a quick reminder to breathe and check in on their feelings. For younger students, the mindfulness teacher has several fantastic short animated videos to calmly guide students through breathing and grounding. And there also have a couple of peaceful animated read alouds for when you and your students need a quiet, relaxing moment. If you've been around E2E for a while, you know that I'm obsessed with the mood meter. And this app was created by two doctors from the Yale Center for Emotional Intelligence. So it's definitely one you can tr trust to provide you with accurate data on your students' well-being. I use this mood meter myself as an adult. And you can either have your students track their moods on the app to promote mindfulness, or you can have various printouts that you can make to track their moods. Um, and also your school can purchase like a volume license to the app if you don't want to do that, you can print out the mood meter poster or sheets of the mood meter in your classroom and just make it a math lesson. Have, their, have your students track their, their moods morning, noon, and before they go home from school and track it with tally marks, turn it into a bar graph. Uh, you can use the mood meter kindergarten through 12th grade. The fourth resource is called Dalio, and this is great for those older students who may be a bit shy about journaling, but they still need an outlet. Here, they can track their moods, the activities they perform throughout the day, and other notes every day. It's also great for habit building and breaking if that's something they need a little support with. So the fifth resource is called Me, A Kid's Diary. And for younger kids who are experiencing journaling for the first time, they may enjoy playing around with Me, A Kid's Diary. So in this app, they'll be given hundreds of prompts such as their likes and dislikes, their family tree, etc. And they can answer each one through text or drawing or whatever makes them most comfortable. Hold on with me here. I know this is a lot. We've got two more resources. So the sixth resource is called Forest. And I love this one for staying on track because it's such a unique idea. So with Forest, Students can grow trees by staying focused on tasks, like homework they can't seem to concentrate on. Students can even use this app with friends to grow trees together. How fun is that? And if students decide to send virtual coins in the app, they can grow real life trees, which is a fun bonus. Okay, my final, final resource, Headspace for Kids and for Teens. 
You probably already use Headspace for yourself because you're a teacher, but if not, it's free for teachers. I talked about this last week, so enough said. But your students can also benefit from the app no matter how old they are. You can play kid-friendly meditations for younger students during class or suggest the app to their parents uh, with the Headspace for Kids function, another great thing to put in the newsletter. Or for your teens, suggest they try out the app at home when things are feeling a little overwhelming. One thing I love is that Headspace is actually free for teens and students can even start a club with Bring Change to Mind to receive grants, invitation to events, program materials, and a free annual subscription to Headspace. Oh, that was a lot. But I really, I just love tech so much, especially the cross between tech and mindfulness, because a lot of times people are constantly saying, get off your phone, get off your devices. But hey, if we can use them to help us with mindfulness, I think that's pretty cool. So just to review the seven resources, you have Smiling Mind, the Mindfulness Teacher YouTube channel, the Mood Meter, Dailyo, Me, A Kid's Diary, Forest, and Headspace for Kids and Teens. Again, you can check out my blog post at educators2educators.com to download any and all of these amazing tools for student well-being. And of course, if you are an E2E member, make sure to check out your weekly module for even more great resources. Every week, it's like getting a virtual surprise teacher toolbox in your inbox. And if you're not an E2E member, don't forget that you can get 30 days free of E2E completely free with no commitments. You don't have to give me your credit card. You can just go check it out. So check out educators2educators.com for more info. And also many teachers submit their membership to their schools and their schools pay for it. So no matter what, if you're looking for great content, easy ed tech tools to use in the classroom, check out the website and obviously follow me on TikTok and on Instagram and LinkedIn and all the fun places. Until next time, my friends, keep on teaching. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Educators to Educators podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Educators to Educators podcast.